Senoras y señores, what is going on? Welcome on everyone to today's version of Eagles Talk Live. Of course, I'm your host, El Parcero Philly. As we catch up with the latest with our Philadelphia Eagles, another week into training camp, the final joint practice, the final week of preseason play as well. So as always, we're going to discuss the latest with our birds, some news and notes from camp, uh, and of course, whatever you guys want to talk about as well. And as well, we're going to continue talking about these position breakdowns for this team going into 2022, 2023. Um, and today we're going to look at the defensive line. We're going to look at the defensive line here today. So welcome, everyone. If you're new to this, I appreciate you guys checking on in. Um, if you guys are a fan of this, it would truly mean the world to me if you guys hit the like button and subscribe for more Philly sports. Uh, we do at the moment have YouTube and TikTok's comment sections open. So you guys want to keep dropping your comments, questions and concerns. We will be answering those comments as the, uh, the, the, the episode goes on. So keep throwing those in both those uh, comment sections. If you guys want to be a part of the show, you guys want to come on in. You guys are more than welcome to. I will leave the link in the comment section so you guys can come on in. We can talk about some birds football, ladies and gentlemen. And a reminder that today's uh, Eagles Talk Live is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you use my promo code Barcelo Philly to checkout page, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a La Terrain watch. So make sure you guys check it out and make sure you guys. Uh, Take up that that offer we got there for you. TikTok, keep tapping that screen away. Let's get some more Birds fans in the build. Let's get some more Eagles fans in the building. Definitely, what's up, man? What's up, definitely, Conte? To finally, Conte is excited for the World Cup. We we appreciate that, man. It's very nice. You got a free Benzema jersey. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, definitely, define. I'm sorry, definitely, Conte. Very nice, man. Um, Chad. Well, I appreciate you coming in, Chad. What's happening, baby? What's going on, man? Never too late, right, Chad? Never too late. All right, let's get into it, guys. Let's say, hey, what's up, Beard and Knowledge? What's happening, guys? Make sure you guys check out Trending in the AM, our morning show here at DSM Media, doing a fantastic job over there. Um, right, so let's get into the birds, get to talking today. Obviously, the news of the day really is that the Dolphins did not show up. Um, you know, they that was for good reasons. There was a couple COVID non-illness related injuries for the Dolphins. So plus they had a couple guys get a stomach bug and I think there was a couple other things as well so the Dolphins called off to today's joint practice and the birds had the facility to themselves while the Dolphins did a virtual practice um yeah never Brad I'm sure that never ever works but you know that's why these coaches have been prepared for the last two years because of COVID has really definitely changed the way you kind of approach certain things especially with practice um so the Eagles got the Dolphins pra practice facility all to themselves and it was definitely uh, definitely great after yesterday, so we don't have to get the over-exaggerations from Twitter. Yes, Twitter. Um, and, of course, you know, yesterday was, you know, this whole practice, it's really been about um, the offenses. The quarterback just the and quarterbacks and the wide receivers versus the other one. And that's really been the main focus so far through these first couple, well, actually, I think, what, two practices that they've had. And, you know, the one thing that everyone keeps bringing up throughout this, and I guess I understand why it keeps getting brought up, but the whole Alabama thing, Jalen Hurts versus Tua Tagovailoa, obviously those two are probably going to be connected to one another for the rest of their careers because of, you know, what went down in college. Obviously, Jalen was a starting quarterback, loses his job to Tua Tagovailoa, um, and the, just the kind of the back and forth that went there. So those two will always be tied together throughout the rest of their career. So when we get to this joint practice, you know, everyone has a debate. 
whether Jalen or two will have the better career. Uh, it's kind of tough to tell at this moment. You know, both guys are in good situations. I think both have uh, good offenses around them, but there's still some serious question marks. But if you look at it deeply, I do feel, and, I, and, and you guys can, we can debate this, and you guys can tell me if you think otherwise. I feel like Jalen's far advanced in his career than Tua Tagovailoa, not by a huge margin, but I think significantly he is in a better spot than Tua. I think what Jalen has shown us is that his willingness to win, whereas I feel like Tua has kind of faltered a little bit to the pressures of being a starting quarterback, especially in a franchise like Miami that, I mean, let's face it, Miami was a historic fr uh, franchise in this league. And they haven't been able to find that position in a long time since one of the best was able to suit up at that position, Dan Marino. So there's a lot of pressure for Tua Tagovailoa, and it could it could really crumble. And I just do feel a little bit that has gotten to Tua just just a tad bit, and it, it's been difficult. And you know, you got Tyreek Hill, who obviously newly acquired from Miami, and Jalen Waddle had a solid rookie year, uh, really good rookie, I should say. Th those two are piping them up, and, and I think that that's what you're obviously supposed to do. You know, those guys want to win this year, and they do understand that Tua has a big role and a big factor in Miami winning. But I, if, if you're asking me, I do still feel like Jalen's going to have more of the um, more of the career that's going to last a little bit longer. So uh, I, 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 it's going to be fun to watch. Obviously, you know, having these two practice and. That's why we keep telling you. That's why I keep saying that, like these joint practices are essentially like a game. I know you guys want to see Jalen Hurts and the starters go, you know, uh, uh, three quarters, you know, but it's just not realistic in today's NFL. Uh, and it's it's been fun to watch. But of course, with that being said, obviously, we got ourselves uh, the drama that sued in social media yesterday. Now, um, I forget his name, but this this reporter, I believe he goes by the name of Pedro, which I could look it up on my. And that's why we got two. We got we got a new phone, ladies and gentlemen. We have now for people who this is the phone that I have now. Um, yes, this is me making the thumbnail. So I got a Jordan Davis picture. Um, but I got the iPhone 13 Pro Max. This is a big boy. Uh, but now we have two phones. So right now, TikTok Live is on my old uh, iPhone 11. And so now I can I have like I have re, I have like a thing that I can put my notes and everything right here, right in my. It's called a cell phone, ladies and gentlemen. It's called an iPhone. It's crazy. Um, but let me look up this reporter real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, for anyone who did not know, uh, the Eagles, uh, the guy that they got for J.J. Arthico Whiteside, um, Ugo Amada, Amadi, the safety. Well, he now got dealt to t the Tennessee Titans uh, for a late 2024, a uh, for late first round draft pick to tack along with a seventh round and seventh and a sixth round pick that they got for J.J. Arthico Whiteside. Guys, that's great business, okay? You essentially got three late first-round draft picks. I'm oh, sorry, three late draft picks in 2024. Well, at least the next year's. But you got picks. I mean, picks, picks, the NFL. You got three picks for J.J. Arthur. Now, this supporter, R.J. Ochoa, I believe he covers the Dallas Cowboys and Dallas sports. He put up this tweet. The Dallas Cowboys traded Amari Cooper and a sixth-round pick for a fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. The Philadelphia Eagles effectively traded J.J. Arthika Whiteside and a seventh-round pick for a six-star. So we got we got two late draft, uh, late picks. But still, the fact is, when you compare J.J. Arthika Whiteside to Amari Cooper, there, it's obvious that Amari Cooper is at a different level than J.J. Arthika Whiteside. But the fact that, that Howie Roseman got something for this guy who's going to get cut, 
I think I think we can all agree that is some good business. And I do think that the Cowboys could have gotten more for Mari Cooper. I understand the contract. I get that. But honestly, the talent that is Amari Cooper, you could have gotten more from. And if you're you're the uh you're the Cleveland, I'm sorry, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you like what the Cleveland Browns gave you. All right. So back to my point. So uh Clay Ferraro, um WLG, I think that's what he reports for. He posted this video of Tyreek Hill going one-on-one with Darius Slay. And it was a great play. I mean, it was it, you saw the competition. You know that's what gets me going, guys. Um, uh, Darius Slay trips up a little bit, and Tyreek Hill burns him effectively and gets a catch and gets a touchdown. And everyone starts going absolutely wild, and you know how Twitter is, and you know how social media is. You know, they, they see Darius Slay on the ground. They immediately say, you know, Darius Slay is garbage. He's going to be trash this year. Tyreek Hill owns him and all this BS. Not realizing that this is practice and not realizing that that was just one play of an entire practice. And just the over-exaggeration towards that is absolutely crazy. It is completely fine to get excited by those plays, ladies and gentlemen. That's not what we're saying here. That's We're not, we're not doing any type of gatekeeping. But to over-exaggerate over it, I mean... Get the pass away one, you know, and so AJ Brown comes out and he quotes heats and he says, now show us uh, now show us cooking y'all corners, you know, essentially saying that, you know, the same thing that the Dolphins are doing to our corners. We actually did the same thing there to their corners. And then you had a slew of just some troll fan accounts is coming at um, AJ Brown. That's that's another topic, but. You know, A.J. Brown, eventually, he's going at it with this player who has got an Xavier Howard back uh, profile pick, and he really, oh, crap, this isn't the real Xavier Howard. I'm literally talking to a, a bot. And so he just says, you know, I'm, I'm going to just get my ass off of Twitter, uh, learn my lesson here, and kudos to them for, for, you know, catching. So and I think that's the one thing, like, we kind of forget and lack here in today's society. Like, we all make mistakes, but owning up to those mistakes is is it is all the battle right there. Uh, and so kudos to AJ Brown for figuring that out. But by the way, I did not know that there was that many freaking Dolphins fans. Now I get it. The Dolphins at one point were a big thing, but even when I look at Miami sports, like, dude, we saw what happened in the playoffs. They had a championship caliber team with the Miami Heat. They're showing up late to playoff games. They're not even selling out the goddamn stadium or the arena, I should say. The heck? The what the? <laughs> But I thought that was funny. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel the need that you need to spend your time, like you get 24 hours in an entire day, and you get seven of those, you get four weeks in one month, you get 12 months in one year, and you decide to spend your time throughout these days on Twitter, on TikTok, on it's whatever it may be, trolling people, I really do think you need to grab yourself a mirror and look very hard into it. So that is really weird. Like, I think for myself, like I put a lot on my plate that I just don't have time to do these this little troll game that some of these people do. So I can't put myself in those shoes. But that can't be that that can't be productive. Go watch Netflix. That's that's better. I mean, that's not as productive. That's better than going online and start trolling a whole bunch of different people. But the whole situation was just absolutely hilarious. Um, obviously. Uh, it, it brings you know point. The, the troll decided to mention um, you're really going to talk about the play where you pushed off. And if you watch the play, which I wish I would have brought up here, but I was a little bit rushed getting to this recording. If you watch the play again, AJ Brown was fighting off the pan that Xavier Howard was putting on AJ Brown. 
It wasn't a push off. It's an it's a completely legal play. It's just a a, a receiver just trying to defend himself and get a handoff of him. It's allowed. It's, that's you're allowed to do that, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening, Ryan? What's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? Uh, Tua probably needed more joint practice to contribute from a different training camp. Developing into great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I we'll see. I mean, there's just I, there's just a lot of pressure, Ryan. I I feel like Tua can have the 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 tools and the talent to play in this league. I just think the pressure can be a little bit much. And now there's even at there's added on even more pressure now, where there's Tyreek Hill and there's Jalen Waddle. And there's already an expectation for this team to compete for a wild card spot in the AFC. I don't think anyone's expecting the Dolphins to, to dethrone the Bills, but I think there's a, a lot of consensus throughout, especially down in South Florida, that the Dolphins should be fighting for a wild spot. With this whole you know, trend of young coaches in this league, like Mike Manuel, who seems to be the, the offensive wizard that everyone keeps looking for, they're expecting him to fix Tua. And how will he handle that? He's obviously a very private guy. He likes to be to himself. That's just cool. But you have to be able you have to be able to embrace the pressures as well. I mean, we saw him freaking out because a reporter um found out he got married. And he's like, That's my private life. Like you have no right to bring that up. But it's like, well, I, we're sorry, but I mean, we didn't think that you would take that so seriously to I, I guess it's a big deal. I mean, I'm getting married. I want everyone to know. I'm getting hitched. I'm off the market, ladies. And Jets, I guess I should say as well. Uh, Tyree Kill controlling uh, corner to catching the ball. Good potential. I mean, dude, Tyree Kill is just another level, man. I, 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 in my lifetime, um, there's only, I mean, obviously, you know, I've only watched like three decades of football. I have not seen a deep threat as dangerous as Tyree Kill. Sean Jackson, obviously, you put in that category. Um, but Tyree Kill can do more than Deshaun Jackson could at, on the field in, in their primes, respectively. Maybe Steve Smith, but not not as like Steve Steve Smith did carry the Panthers for a couple years. I will say that. And people forget about Steve Smith. Steve Smith did everything. He would block. He was a fantastic route runner. Yards after the catch. Forget about it. He was an absolute deep threat too. Uh, yeah, I mean he was he was a different level. But Tyree Kill, man. And now this can be the real test for Tyree Kill. Because now he doesn't have Pat Mahomes. It's easy to hide behind a really good quarterback. But my God, we'll see what he can do here, man. What's up, guys? Um, let me see here. Chad, thank you so much for that, man. I appreciate that. Chad, I'm sorry. And I realize you probably did leave. But um, this is, e this guys, this is Eagles Talk Live. Uh, you guys know how these lives go. Uh, we obviously have a guideline of what we're going to talk about. So we, discuss it because this also does have to go into podcast form uh, so we can't go too much into back and forth but I love reading your comments so I do read your comments and as as the the segments go on I read a portion of the comments and we just keep going and of course you guys are allowed to come in the show at the end of it at near, towards the end of it which about a couple minutes will start allowing some of you guys coming in but I appreciate you coming in Chad what's up Riley we got Riley coming in what's happening I'm good brother How about yourself man Conte telling us the Eagles will sweep the Giants he already drew down the gauntlet. You know what? The Eagles are going to avenge the Phillies. I mean, I guess the Union did as well. But the Eagles will also avenge the Phillies. Well, I'll say, no, because I'll say because the Union swept NYCFC before the Phillies were done with the Mets. So the Eagles will avenge the Phillies. 
Although I, I we need to clarify, New York, you're you're very confusing with your sports. Okay, I, I feel like Los Angeles is more clear with it, but you guys don't know how to get this down. There are two separate franchises in every major sport in America: NFL, NBA, MLS, MLB, and NHL. Did I mention? Oh, okay, whatever. But there's five. There's two teams in each in each league. You guys, you got Jets and Jets and Yankees, Jets and Mets, Giants and Yankees. You get get, get your shit together. In LA, it is clear. There, it's a it's a Dodgers, it, it's a Lakers, um, I guess Rams at this point because obviously NFL is a little bit newer, so it's different. It's Galaxy, and it's 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 Kings. And then the other side of the LA spectrum, it's the Chargers, it's the Clippers. It's the the Ducks, the Angels, and LAFC. LA seems to get that down, but New York does not know how to get this down. Get your shit together, New York. It is very confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> Thanks, Sheffield Shuffle. I appreciate it, man. Listen, with this content creation life, got to make sure you got the good technology. You can't you can't be going cheap on it. Now I've been able to. To uh, take, I take a baby steps with the microphone. I, I had a like fifty dollar newer microphone for all my people who in audio understand what I'm talking about. This is a mic from a company that I will only buy from for now on. I sure s h u r sure is the best with microphones. Absolutely love them, and they have they have microphones a little bit cheaper. This was I believe like hundred and fifty. Um, I wanted to spend a little bit more uh, on that one, but love this mic. It's it's great. It's got solid quality. When my Wi-Fi is acting like the way it should it works fantastic but love it man um old the old is where we're at right now the old, yeah iphone 11 right old i got the i got two two versions ahead of it 13 pro what's up luke we got lucas cracking seahawks are gonna play those dallas cowboys on friday we're gonna do y'all a favor and beat them hey man can you do it in the regular season if that would be much more appreciated um, all right, so let's look at some. Uh, let's look at our our friend Jimmy Kempsey. Um, and his great job with the Philly voice. Two things to keep in mind here before I get into some of the notes from uh, yesterday. Big injuries within our division. Number one, Chase Young, out for a couple of weeks to start the season. Number two, Tyron Smith going to miss a majority of the year. Uh, multiple months is what it's looking like he's going to be out for. So two big key two key players for two division rivals could be missing some significant amount of time uh, for their respective teams. So that is definitely something to keep an eye out for sure, guys. Uh, but let's look at some of these news and notes. Uh, first off, we have this is so this is t- uh, Wednesday's practice uh, notes. Obviously, not much to talk about today as it was just the birds here. But no, um, no, Jack Anderson, Sean Bradley, Christian Ellis, Javon Hargrave, J- uh, Josh Joby, Jason, obviously Jason Kelsey, Miles Sanders out again, Josiah Scott or Greg Ward. Um, James Bradbury was uh, was uh, limited in this practice. Um, gr- good news is Grant Calatara uh, was able to go. Uh, was a full go in that practice. Um, Jalen Hurts had an all right practice. Uh, looked like he was able to get the short stuff getting down. Um, obviously, um, against the Browns, they were without Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom, so they were. So he was able to look a lot better instead of this practice where he was going up against the majority of the starters uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Um, Tua was looking pretty solid as well. Uh, He was throwing short, intermediate, long passes, 
you know, people have been killing Tua Tagovailoa for that long ball, saying it's not really as accurate as it should be. But I'll say this. I mean, if he can get that ball, if it gets there, it gets there, right? Jalen Hurts has not been the most uh, accurate passer, but he's been pretty solid, to say the least. Um, let me see here. What else we got here? Uh, Jimmy believes that Hassan Reddick was the best player out there, uh, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, but Kyron Johnson also made a couple big plays as well. He was giving uh, the Dolphins tackles a lot of issues. And uh, quick heads up, Teddy Bridgewater, the Bridgewater, you know, Teddy Bridgewater starting to get into some Josh McCown territory. Um, he's now with the Dolphins. This feels like it's what he's like seventh team in the NFL. Play with the Vikings. He's played with the Saints. He's played with. Remember, he was with the Jets for like a hot second, and then he gets traded to the Saints, right? And then. From the Saints, he goes to the Dolphins, or I'm sorry, to the Broncos, and now he's with the Dolphins. He's on his fifth team. He's still got some, he's still got some tires to kick as well, man. It's freaking crazy. Um, Cal, uh, Cal, uh, Grant Calatara, listen, if he can find a way to stay healthy, he's going to be someone that could compete for, you know, at, at least that third tight end position. I do think that Jack Stoll and he, um, he kind of struggled a little bit. His problem is, is the catching. Like he got, he's got the pass blocking down. He's very physical as well. But I mean, it's 2022. If you can't show some semblance of athleticism at that position, it's really tough to kind of stay, stay afloat in this, in this league, man. Um, uh, Davion Taylor has seemed like he's been kind of falling off as well. He started off this camp pretty pretty well, you know, obviously coming off of injuries. And the real thing about Davion Taylor, because he showed some growth last year, but this you got to stay healthy. I mean, straight up, you just have to stay healthy. And I know that's it's it's easier said than done, but that's been his main issue. And now, you know, he's been he's been struggling. He looked bad in that Browns uh preseason game. He's been struggling in this practice here as well. So it's going to be tough for, for uh, I think Davion will obviously make the team, but I think it's going to be tough for him to get snaps with all these linebackers that are competing for some of these jobs. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, with him. Uh, we had Jalen Rager and Quez Watkins actually took some kick returns, which was interesting to see. Jalen continues to look good at the punt return, which is very interesting because obviously the, the everyone's image, lasting image of, um, of Jalen Rager taking a, a fielding a punt was obviously during the playoff game, which he muffed of, of all things. So that is very interesting. But obviously the highlight of the practice, like we mentioned, was the battle of the wide receivers and the corners, I guess. Uh, but that was definitely the fun part of this practice. So we'll see what continues here for uh, for the birds. I believe we have what, what we got tomorrow, last practice before Saturday. She's a game owner if they will go, will go tomorrow. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, interesting. What's up, Fridays? I promise you, I'm not scary. Uh, absolutely, Conte. Absolutely, finally, Conte. If you want to talk soccer, tomorrow we'll be doing our union match preview against uh, blanking already Colorado Rapids. So, if you want to talk soccer, we'll definitely talk about it then, man. I do see you got some soccer questions, no worries whatsoever. Okay. All right, so let's end here with talking about the uh, defensive the defensive line position. Continue looking at our position breakdowns. And for this position, it's going to be really important for these guys to get to the backfield. 2020, they did a solid job of getting to the, to the, to the quarterback. And as the season went on, 
injuries started piling on and you started losing that production. And then 2021, um, it was obvious that they could not really get much of a push from a four man front in which, you know, you we were all screaming and hollering at why is it that James not calling blitzes, but overall you, we do know how Jonathan likes to run a defense. He wants to run these soft zones. He wants players who are versatile. He wants athletes out there to cover a lot of space and he's going to expect the defensive line to get home essentially. So, it's going to be really big to see what these this line can do. They have obviously a lot of potential. Uh, obviously, I think discipline and, and health is really the main thing that we're looking at with this team. But um, if you're looking at your day, your your week one um, line, I do think that they're going to start with the 4-3, as we talked about before. There's going to be some different looks from this defense. But I do think that you are going to start off with um, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargreave, and Josh Sweat. Um, and so I think that that is what the main thing is going to look like. You could see Hassan Riddick. Obviously, you paid big money for him to be your big your big pass rusher. You're going to want I mean, you're going to want to put Hassan Riddick in a bunch of different spots. You're going to see him with his hand in the ground. You're going to see him standing up. Heck, you'll probably even see him out of a surprise covering a running back out of the backfield, different things like that. That's why you got Hassan Reddick because it fits what Jonathan Gannon wants out of his players. I, I think the depth is the one thing that we I still personally have question marks about. You are looking at, obviously, Brandon Graham coming back off that Achilles at the age that he's at, and although the reports out of camp is that he's been looking really sharp, I still need to see, and obviously, it's a long season, right? So I think that's the one thing we do get concerned about. Uh, but on the other hand, Derek Barnett, which I know a lot of fans were upset about, I do think that Derek Barnett does provide a solid option off the bench with the push. But of course, you know, when you talk about Derek Barnett, like you do have to bring up the discipline because the dude is, a, is he's a walking yellow hanky essentially. And so that's going to be the big thing for him. I, he obviously, I, I knew, I knew, do know you guys kill him a lot, but he's aggressive. He gets home. Um, he's just an airhead. That's really all it is. He's just a straight up airhead. Uh, so that's really what we're going to be looking for uh, when it comes to, um, Mr. Derek Barnett. Taron Jackson is what I'm going to be looking at as well as far as a young piece. You know, he's a, he's coming and going to the second year. He showed some glimpses, uh, but it's going to be tough to compete with the guys that are in front of him. But again, if, if there are any injuries or Derek Barnett is just, just driving us up a freaking wall, what can Taron Jackson make the most of his opportunities? And that's what we will see uh, if he can do that. And it should be it should be fun fun to watch. Obviously, no more Ryan Kerrigan. You guys don't have to worry about that. That was a failed experiment. So I, <laughs> I hope I don't ever do that anything like that again. Now, defensive tackle position is going to be interesting, guys, because obviously Fletcher Cox is back yet again. He is on a one year deal, so we don't know what the future holds for Fletcher Cox. And his production has gone down, and we all do know that. But he's still a big leader, and he's still a threat on the defensive line. But I think. The key part to this defense, and I know everyone's expecting me to say Jordan Davis, but I'm going to say Javon Hargrave. Now, Hargrave is another one that's in a contract year as well, and he's been performing better. He, his 2021 was better than his 2020. You know, there's a portion of last year where I'm like, this is a pro-bowl player, and obviously he just kind of fell off a little bit, but he's going to be really important. Like, to me, up the middle, he has to provide majority of the pressure kind of like what uh fletcher cox was able to do for majority of his career i think javon hargrave is someone you're not talking about a lot but i think that he's going to be the most important piece with the defensive tackles obviously you got jordan davis now and i think that having him here 
he's going to eat up a lot of fucking space. And we are going to see a little bit of that 3-4 when you do have guys like um, like Hassan Riddick, guys uh, guys who are flexible, Kaiser White, guys who can play multiple different positions. You can line up in a 3-4, and Jordan Davis as a nose tackle in a 3-4. It's probably going to be really freaking dangerous. So, But in a 4-3, I think that's going to be the majority of the transition for him, but I think that's going to be fun. And I think the future is really bright for this defense, especially with Jordan Davis anchoring the middle, replacing Fletcher Cox eventually. But the player I'm really intrigued about as well is Milton Williams. This dude felt, finished off the season very strongly, He's a versatile player. He can play the end position as well. He, he, he's he's quick with his feet, and I want to see him take that next step in, into this season. Pretty quiet so far in camp, but um, that's one guy I'm going to be looking forward to seeing this year continuing his development. And the defensive tackle position, it is taken care of for sure, guys. And even a guy like Mar uh, Marlon Tupeloti, uh, he's had a solid camp as well. Heard his name a lot. Uh, so it's going to be some good competition as well going forward. You also have Raniel Wren, uh, Marvin Wilson, and Kobe Smith. Don't expect those guys to make the team. But Marlon is certainly going to be an interesting watch for sure. All right. Um, let's, let's start going backstage. We only have time for one. All right. We'll, we'll make time for two, but let's make it quick, guys. All right. So let's start off with Positive Philly. Welcome to Eagles Talk Live. How are we doing, man? Oh, Parcero, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? Positive Philly, you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Positive Philly going once. Positive Philly going twice. All right, let's we'll uh, we'll we'll try again, but let's uh, let's bring on Mister Ian Fitzmeyer. Is this me or is it the show? I'm hearing you, man. All right, we're obviously having some technical difficulties, so I do apologize, guys. I do not know what's going on, but I do need to hop off here. Um, so we'll be back at it again tomorrow, guys. Uh, same time, we'll be talking about the uni match preview. Don't know what's going on, but definitely come back in tomorrow. We'll talk about it. Uh, or, you know, we'll be back tonight. We'll actually be back tonight for the Phillies game recap, so we can talk about the Phillies if you guys want then. Uh, but I do appreciate everyone checking on in. Uh, guys, if you enjoyed the content, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more. Of course, we are available wherever you stream podcasts as well. Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Owen Philly Sports. And, of course, a reminder that this episode was sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. Make sure you guys check it out. And make sure you guys use my promo code Barcelo Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a lot terrain watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name El Barcelo Philly, and I am telling you guys, go birds. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>